Hey, this is New The Mayor from Kickback TV Live from Atlanta, The Righteous Ratchet. And if you're like me, you're into content. And you got to have new content every day. That's why we do the podcast. We'll Flipboard curates the world stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. So get started right now with Flipboard.com. F-L-I-P-B-O-A-R-D.com. All right, we're live. Welcome to Kickback TV live from Atlanta, also known as the Black CNN and the Revolution will we'll be, be televised. televised. I'm new, the mayor, the righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Sunday at 7, we right back at it. Shout out, man, Fantastic. What up, y'all? It's your girl, Melanie Dion. Uh, shit. What the fuck? <laughs> That's all you can do? My, 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 my brain blanked out. <laughs> so I'm like, I hurt tonight, y'all. This is uh, I'm soldier. soldier. <laughs> um, so Mellow, also known as Melanie Dion of House Forehand, the Queen of Creeps, the Breaker of Men, also known as the Conscious Creep. She got through it, man. I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, anyway. <laughs> JB Frank, y'all, that gangster geek representing NWA. Nerds with attitude. Happy Sunday, everybody. Yeah, man. Um, it's not really a happy Sunday for me, JB. Um, I ain't talking about football. I know. Oh, why you laugh? That's what I thought I, of. No, nah, nah, I'm, I'm talking about my man Tate. Um, I got a call from uh, from home this morning from my homegirl Paula who. Um, Told me we lost Tay this morning um, to a heart attack. Um, so I, I got it. Does, this is this is an accurate statement. My heart is a little heavy. You know, people say that when they say it. I'm like, eh, it sounds like this is what you're supposed to say. I'm like, no, that's kind of how I feel. Like my heart is literally a, a little heavy. Um, I slept all day. I was depressed. <laughs> I was just sad. Like only 35 years old. Um, good dude. Worked with him for like seven years. We rapped together, did shows together, partied at Ibiza together. Um, if everybody, did, if he bought my last album, some of my last album, I had this T-shirt on on my album cover, and um, also a phrase that people in Atlanta probably think I made up, but um, I don't think Tate made it up, but he he made it hot. Yeah, he got everybody saying it. Um, don't be dumb. And um, so and I'll just um, I want to tell a quick story to we can go and get on with the show. Um, we, we did Secret Santa at the job one year, and you're supposed to write down what you want. Everybody gets a copy of that paper, so whoever you pick, you can actually get them something at the actual. And I don't even celebrate Christmas, but I was just teen spirit, all that crap. So I just put on the job, you know, I like books. You know, give me a book, like one of these books. So it, it was fairly inexpensive. I just was like, nah, I ain't really chilling. So we in the, uh, so the day to hand out gifts comes, and we're all sitting in the, um, in the little break room, and people are saying, like, I know my person going to like their gift. I know my person going to like their gift. And so we're all like, oh, you about to do the gifts? You about to do the gifts? And then he comes, uh, he breaks out with, the person who named I picked talking about they want a damn book. I'm not buying nobody a book. I'm going to buy you something fun, something you're going to like. He's like, but this person wanted a book. And I know it's me. I'm like, you, why are you offended? Huh? You mad at me because I wanted a book, nigga? All right, whatever. So, um... When they come to hand out gifts, you know, he had me a bag, like, it ain't a book. And I'm like, all right. So it's this shirt. 
And it's with the, the little line that we always said, don't be dumb. So I like the shirt. It's one of them fitting shirts. I was in the gym. I like my muscles going to look good. And this, you know, I can't fit it now. But I was like, yeah, and I like the shirt. And I was like, and it's the little the don't be dumb shit. And he's like, turn it around. And I turned it around, and it had my rap catchphrase, Mayor back on the back of it. And he was like, would you rather have that or a book? And I was like, yeah, you're right, you're right. I'd rather have that. So, What's um, that logo on the front? New that that was just, just just the um, their homies on Baltimore. Okay. Um, actually made the shirts. So that's uh, shout them on too. Cashland, shout out Cashland. Um, so I don't know, a little fucked up about that, but uh, you know, rest in peace, peace and blessings upon them. Shout out to all your friends and family, anybody that's tuned in to New Tay. And um, just I don't know, man, a heart attack is crazy in your thirty five. So, I don't know. Take care of yourselves, everybody. But um, let's get the show started. I feel, I feel like we should have some happy music come on. <laughs> and this is Joe Button. They play Outstanding right now. Like, let's put on Outstanding by the Gap Band. Always makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a tough way to start. Um, it's been an interesting week, though, New, because um, we've, had some, we've had some victories over the last few days. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, the midterm election was very, very popular. It was the greatest show on earth. You know, we all sat around and watched it that night. Um, there were some solid victories for the Democrats. I mean, we did some good things, but I mean, we didn't get everything we wanted. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, um, we got the house. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Democrats picked up the house. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not a Democrat. I just don't like Republicans, so I, I I try to do whatever I can to keep Republicans out of office, um, unless they show themselves to be better than whoever the Democratic candidate is. But um, I knew we needed a Democratic control of the House to combat some of the shit Trump doing. Mm -hmm. um, in Georgia, it was a very interesting um, gubernatorial race between Stacey Abrams and Fuckboy Kemp. Um, and Kemp has done things, what I'll call voter suppression. What I'm seeing and what I'm hearing about is voter suppression. Mm -hmm. Having the machines down, uh, machines hitting it, battle machines hitting. Mm -hmm. People having to write in, you know, do write-in ballots. Yeah. They're, they're trying out to, of ballots. Running mm -hmm. out of ballots. In and, certain districts. Uh -huh. yeah, in certain, certain districts. districts. You and know, and then the line disparities, you know, the waiting time disparities uh -huh. and all of that shit was... Just standard. Some people have to wait like five hours to vote. Yeah, yeah. It makes me angry every time it takes me fifteen minutes to vote. Like it makes me angry because I know it's not that way for everybody. It's fucked up. Yeah, man. It, um, it voting, voter suppression is real, and um, I I love that Stacey Abrams said, "Hey, we're gonna count all these votes," um, because I think we only she only needed like. Twenty or thirty thousand more votes to make it a at least a recount or a runoff. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So we're very close to that, and I think a lot of the early votes weren't counted, and all three of us voted early. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll see how it turns out. But I, I would like to think we would at least have a runoff. I think that's worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best scenario that we could ask for. Well, did, because, did she just win it? Yeah. Well. Yeah, that would be best. But even if she wins it, it'll probably still be within that margin, which mm -hmm. would still lead to the runoff. Uh, yeah. So, 
I wish her the best of luck. I really want a runoff because um, I think people would turn out even more so then, especially those who weren't able to vote the first time. Mm-hmm. And now that Brian Kemp has resigned from his office as Secretary of State, he is he would no longer be able to oversee the election or interfere in any sort of way. Which was just weird anyway. Yes. Clear conflict of interest. Clearly a conflict of interest. Um, so I think it's a... a, a it would be great. I hope that those votes tally up to be within that margin that would lead to an automatic runoff. And then we have the um, gubernatorial race in Florida, mm-hmm. you know, with Andrew Gillum and, not, yeah, Andrew Gillum and um, Ron DeSantis. And that is headed to a recount mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is within the 5%, the, no, the half a percent mm-hmm. margin. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That. Well, you know, he was about to just concede it. He and, had and just conceded. Say, yeah, he had conceded. He conceded on election night. His, conce- his concession speech, <laughs> I got to say this, was kind of crazy because it was it was a little whack. Um, and that bothered me. But I still felt like the numbers weren't over. I felt like yeah, it was early. It was way too it, early it in was, the night. It was like yeah. The fact weird. that he conceded on Tuesday night and the election was so close at that time, I'm like, why would you concede that early? And then they hadn't even finished counting all those. Yeah, from those yeah. I was wondering why he did that too. Minority mm-hmm. populated areas. Here, here's what bothered me about what I saw on election night. What I saw, and we talked about it that night, knew was I saw that, like, there were a whole lot of statistics that were just being thrown up way too fucking early. From my perspective, they were they were putting check marks in front of you know motherfuckers that and you know all the votes aren't counted yet, and we know that part of what happened in this election is that people voted absentee and people voted early because everybody knows about the fuck shit that happens with elections. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather vote on my time. And then vote on the one day you allow me to vote. The people who mm-hmm. vote on the one day that you are allowed to vote are the people who don't have that flexibility in their schedule. And I'm not judging them at all because a lot of people, for a lot of people, that's reality. And I applaud them for being patient. But that that's where they can target everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's where they can, that's where they, that's where they basically invest all of their money. And a lot of us avoided that. So there were way more votes to be counted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how this plays out. I'm watching it very closely. Um, mm-hmm. And if you, uh, if we get the runoff uh, here in Georgia, go vote. I don't want to hear no more shit about your vote don't count. Clearly, your vote does count. Now, I'm not saying they won't try to do no fuck shit, but clearly your vote counts. That's why they tried to do the fuck shit. That's why they're doing it. So if we get the one off, which I'm confident we will, <coughs> don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Go out and vote. Um, what else we got? Future. On the docket. Oh, JB's best friend, Future. Um, I don't know. You know, I know they grew up together and everything. But maybe you can tell me, JB, why is your boy... Why does it seem like your boy is chasing behind all bad wild exes? And he's getting them pregnant. He got Sierra pregnant. He so, got. So for those of y'all who don't know, thank you, Mel. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I. <laughs> so. Future <laughs> has now dated two of Bow Wow's exes. 
first one was Sierra, who you know she has a child with him, mm-hmm. baby future. And now he's had a baby with Joey Chavis, who is the dancer. Who those of you who are like she's one of the she, tape video. Yes, that's exactly what I was gonna say. She's the girl in the black boots and the wooden we um the choreography, yeah. the, the video with all the dancers in it. With, with Tank doing yeah. the song by Tank. Can, when we, when we, when we, yeah. yes. I say, can we? Yeah. <laughs> can we? When we? Fuck. That's even crazier. <laughs> <laughs> can we? <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god. I'm gonna do a remix and send it to Ashanti. No. <sighs> She's gonna block you too, <laughs> just like Maya. On with. Why the you story. gotta bring up Maya? Yeah. That's a sore spot. You going to block? <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, she had a baby with him or whatever. Apparently, she just had a baby. And I, for the longest, could not figure out who she was having a baby with because I follow her on Instagram because I think she's just beautiful. And She's sassy. Yeah, so now to know that she's having a baby with Future, and this is now Future's probably, like, seventh child. Um, <laughs> put a second one with one of Bow Wow's exes, uh, who he also has a child with. That's just real messy. Like it's, it's weird it's, as fuck. It's a pattern. It's a pattern of behavior. So if we see uh, Bow Wow dating, uh, not Bow Wow. If we see Future dating Erica Mena, you know something's up. Yeah, you yeah. You know something's up. Yeah, because I'm judging now. I'm judging. What's the girl name? Joey. I'm judging Joey and Future behind this because she had to go. I used to fuck about Bow Wow. Joey and or I Joy. Bow. I don't know how you say it. It's either oh. Joey or Joy. It's spelled funny, so it's oh. whatever. Well, then I, I don't trust her anyway. She spelled her name. Can't spell Joy right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then, um, come looking, I'll judge them both of them because I'm like, he got to be like, oh, you got baby with Bow Wow? I just was just, mm, this, this is getting weird. Well, I was trying to be like, you just was, got fucking uh, Bow Wow X Sierra pregnant. Why, I, you know, I, I would expect one of them to be like, Maybe they maybe they brought her up and laughed like, yeah, this would be the second person about wow, well, you know, ex I dated. Cause they had to think about it early on. And then she found out she was pregnant here to be like, yo, you were the second about well, ex I got pregnant. Like, I don't know. Do we, is, are they in love? Are they a couple? I don't know. Some Just motherfuckers they, don't have them type of conversations though, you know. Like I think you're true. assuming a lot. That's true. Yeah, I, people don't I, have conversations. I, I, think, I, I mean, like, look at this nigga Future's track record. Yeah, like, let's let's keep. Yeah. I, I don't I'm the only he, person out here talking. Yeah, like, like <laughs> I, I don't think he the type of nigga that have them type of yeah, like real nigga shit. I think I think that shit be happening and it be whatever, which is messy as fuck. Like it's it looks weird to me in a lot of different ways. Like, what's wrong with these women? And like, what's all right, future, like, what's good, pimpin'? Like, oh, no. I don't know. Everyone's check ain't that head. big, Slim. Like, you know, I, that's. Strap up. That's, yeah. You, um, you doing a lot, you know? Yeah, it'd be interesting. So if Erica Mena wound up pregnant, or, or Mel, because you used to date Bad Wild too. So no. if you would, if you wind up with future next. No. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, well, goddamn, I had to bring him on the show and ask me some questions. <laughs> like, what's going you on, should. boy? How so, do you do it? <laughs> right. Uh, why do you why, why do you do why it? Why do you do question. it? Yeah. Um, what else we got? Uh, we could go circle back to this. Oh yeah. 
So Dennis Hoff, the legendary owner of the Bunny Ranch show on well Bunny Ranch and the Bunny Ranch show on HBO, um, which is a brothel, a legal brothel in Las Vegas, where people go to have sex with you know whatever their liking is. I know Air Force Amy was one of the more popular hoes on the show, um, and Dennis, uh, of course, dated several of the women. Um, I, I, he was dating a girl that was an active prostitute. How do you how do you do that? Him in a, in a and they were in a committed relationship. <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> I mean, well, well I guess sex weird. is work. I mean, so like, but outside of that, you're monogamous. I yeah. It's like being a porn star. Yeah. In a committed I just, relationship. I, I, well, well, that's not even the point of the show, uh, point of the topic, I guess. But I, I don't, I couldn't do that shit. Did you do it? No, it's not the point of the topic. But go ahead. Yeah, um, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Um, but uh, the reason we're bringing him up is, of course, he passed away earlier this year, um, about a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. And um, miraculously, he was, yeah, he was elected. <laughs> I thought you were saying he died miraculously. I was like, no. I didn't die. No. Was, he, was he in the orgy? No, like, was he no, the no. Some oh. sort of miracle. I don't know yeah. how this happens. It, so he he got elected to the Senate, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah he got elected state to the assembly. state sense, the state assembly, which I mean, he's like a councilman uh, or a state senator or yeah, whatever, basically. basically. Um, but he, I mean, it was a slim margin. But he won by like seven thousand votes. He shouldn't have been it, on the ballot in the first place. Yeah, he's ridiculous. dead. Yeah, he's, he's dead. So he shouldn't have been on the ballot. And also, uh, people should know. Why y'all voting for dead people? I can see dead people. I, I can see they were brain dead like Trump, and you voted for them. But well, actually, I don't see that either. That was funny one. <laughs> yeah, but um, so accurate. Though. I don't understand what y'all doing in Los in Nevada, man. Red State. See, I don't. I don't understand how his opponent doesn't like. How do you not communicate that your uh, your opponent is no longer your opponent? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's supposed to say that. Vote supposed for to... me, cause there's nobody else to vote for. Yeah, that should have been his campaign slogan. <laughs> vote for me. I'm alive. How do they not have a replacement? <laughs> no, nah, just be like, be I'm, I'm sorry, but you know, y'all motherfuckers who was gonna vote for that other nigga, that that nigga dead. So, hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. What's what's that? Um, uh, uh, concession speech like <laughs> how you go home to your girl that night No, you lost to a dead man she was looking at you like you can't do shit right here damn what the fuck you, is wrong with you you ain't good for shit you couldn't be a job. dead guy you had one job you had one job <laughs> to be the motherfucker who's dead he, he, wow that's what I'm saying. Like it's just it's all the way bad. Yeah, it's the man. Republican but, who beat the Democrat too. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm and that's gonna uh, yeah, man. Don't be dumb. Don't be be like people in Nevada and vote dead people into office. Mm-hmm. Get your asses out here. Let's stay, help Stacey Abrams and Andrew Gillum win this damn uh, mm-hmm. race and just run off in Georgia, Florida. Or rematch or whatever. Yeah. Recount. Read something. Yeah. Gotta be done. Gotta be done. This fight is important, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um. 
white domestic terrorism. Um, <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're trying to prevent with these elections. Right. Um, um, yeah. Uh, so, here we go again. We all know the elections have been ugly. Um, Trump's rhetoric has been ugly. It's been inciting other people to like. It's been fomenting racist violence. Yeah. <laughs> so, we've had. Multiple recent shootings. Um, mm-hmm. We had the, the synagogue shooting. Mm-hmm. We had the 12 or 14 bombs that were mailed to people. And then just a couple of days ago, we had another mass shooting that took place in California. This mm-hmm. is in Thousand Oaks, California, which is an area just outside of San Diego, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where 12 mm-hmm. people were killed mm-hmm. at a bar. It was like college night at a bar. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. actually, some of the people who were at the shooting were actually at the Las Vegas shooting last yeah, year. And too. survived that, yeah. but died yeah. in the shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, yeah, both perpetrated by white men, hence the title of the topic. We've had four mass murders in the last what three Three weeks weeks. we've also had um what two or three lynchings by my recollection um we've had 306 mass shootings in 311 days Mm -hmm. Yeah. 307? I think so. mass shooting in 311 days. Yeah, that's almost so this one is, a day. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's pretty much one a day. Yeah, you're in the high 90s. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's like the thing, one a day. you look at how they classified a mass shooting, and what did you say to was, what, four, four or more people yeah. who are injured or killed, uh-huh. right? So, and it was 320-something people 360-something people injured, uh, no, killed, killed and 1,251 people injured uh-huh. in these shootings. Uh-huh. Um, so, so yeah, this isn't, you know, like we said earlier, like one or two people. These are legit shootings where, like, over a 1,000 people have been injured, you know, almost 400 killed. Yeah, I mean, we're, get, we're getting into, like, some real serious numbers here. Now, then you tack on to that the police murders, most of which, damn near all of which have been also perpetrated by the same demographic. And then you get into other military sort of oriented murders and then you get into the serial killings and then you come to one conclusion. There is one group of people in our society who are murdering way more people than everybody else. And we need to look at that seriously. Well, let's be real. White men have been terrorizing this country since they stepped foot on it. Let's be real. The white people have been terrorizing the planet Earth since, um, yeah, since we created them. Yeah. Since they evolved from... No, I'm sorry. I mean, y'all went back, and I appreciate that. I mean, I was, re- our country was built on violence and it's from the hands of white men. <laughs> yeah, like, we, <laughs> I was focusing on modern times because when you get into history, you tend to... Like, yeah, we was throwing it out as an yeah, aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you, you look at modern times, and what we are talking about in modern times is white terrorism. Like, if you look at the times where Americans have died because somebody perpetrated an act, you know, obviously, number one is the September 11th, you know, situation. But the rest of them, the white men did them all. Oklahoma like, City. 
yeah, Oklahoma City is number two. And then the 1993 World Trade Center uh, bombing, uh-huh. I think, is number three. And then there are several other bombings. Like Then there's the Waco situation and a few other things. But all of these things were organized by white men. And I'm talking about modern times. I'm mm. talking about the last, you know, 30 years. I'm keeping it close. We don't need to go into history. Most of them have been orchestrated. <clears throat> we don't need to get. We don't need to get historic to make this shit as real as what it is right now. You know what I'm saying? Just keep the story simple. They are killing everybody today. It's not just black people they kill. Yeah, um, yeah. They going in synagogue after Jewish people. They, they set up that gay club. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, I think it was a yoga studio yeah, no, and, then, and then a fucking country bar. That's mm-hmm. what the shit was in mm-hmm. California. A uh-huh. country bar. So, yeah. And the guy who shot it up was an ex-Marie. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's scary because you start thinking about these school shootings and people shooting up their own jobs and people shooting up random mm-hmm. spots that you may be, movie things. It's like... You can't go nowhere. You can't go... Like... Uh, I always now I'm going to start equating this shit to like driving while black. Whenever I see a police officer, whether they're walking by, whether they're driving behind me or two cars behind me or three lanes over or coming down the opposite side of the street, ten and two, I, I get kind of like whoo. Ten and two. Well, you know what? Yeah, we're probably safer in, in blacker spaces than we are in spaces where it's like mixed or, or predominantly white. That's Cause true. Because they ain't going to the Typically, that shit. yeah. Typically, these things don't take place. In black spaces. That is 100% true. 100% true. They deal Damn, with that. that's a good point. I just thought about that. I was oh, no, like, that is, it's, a, it's a thousand percent true. I mean, I, like, I, I mean, you can talk about our past when we used to ride in those kinds of neighborhoods, you know, going to visit friends and whatever. And I've had cops pull me over and be like, what are you doing here, boy? Like, and, and not, and no faking, no nothing. Like, you... You are clearly in the wrong place. Why are you here? Um, and then you got to talk about why you're there and who you know and where exactly, where the fuck you go. Like, it's, it's been weird like this for a long time. Now they're just acting on it, which makes it, like, horrible. Do you, what, do you give any of the onus of this to Trump and his rhetoric? Yes. I think people feel more emboldened. I'm gonna be honest with y'all for his for their behavior. I don't want to go down, you know, too deep into the ocean, but I still feel like this is Obama black uh, backlash that is. Oh yeah, definitely. That is fomenting because I feel like this is the platform that Trump ran on. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is how he got elected. Like, yeah, nigga, we gonna we gonna get all them motherfuckers back for what they did over the last eight years. That definitely has a huge part. And that, and that's literally what's happening because he's fomenting that violence and he is very, very slow on condemning it because it is so prevalent. How could you, mm-hmm. like, why don't, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to get too long-winded, but so in Georgia, um, somebody killed a cop. This was about two weeks ago. And basically, well, he killed a white cop. And basically they, sh- no, sorry, no, it was a black cop. But basically, they shut down that little township for the rest of that day. They had the National Guard there doing checkpoints at every outbound road for the city. And 
Like, everybody was carrying guns everywhere. Um, we are turning into a police state. It is getting scary. Like, the motherfuckers who are wearing the uniforms are damn near above the law right now. And that <laughs> shit, ter- that shit terrifies me because it sets you up for them to just be like, okay, yeah, well, you know, so if you don't do what we say, we'll kill you. So speaking of above the law, so y'all know this week Trump had Jeff Sessions resign. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then he, he put in place this guy. Um, the toady. The toady. The chief of staff. Mark. Yeah. I can't think of his, his name right now. Mm-hmm. But he I was can't. Jeff Sessions' chief of staff. Mm-hmm. But this guy's like a super conservative who's mm-hmm. already made it known mm-hmm. how he feels about the whole Mueller investigation. About like he's, he's basically, basically like, he been the o- like the most open uh, opponent yeah. of all of the Russian FBI investigations that are ongoing. Like, like and meanwhile, he the uh, company that he used to work for is under the F- is under FBI investigation mm-hmm. for fraud. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so these 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 are people who like are clearly acting like they are above the law too. This, this is like the, the country that we live in. Yeah, like. <sighs> Here's the good thing that happened, y'all. The House now has a Democratic majority. And um, again, I'm going to make this quick. But I think that the Democrats are now following a playbook. And they're following the Newt Gingrich, Bill Clinton playbook. Which is, okay, when they've got everything, they've got the House, they've got the Senate and the White House, we got to go get... The fucking president because if we can get the president then we can set ourselves up for the White House in the next election I think that's what they're doing um, that's what they did with Bill Clinton in his second term which is how they launched <coughs> um, George W. Bush into the White House um, so look be on the lookout for that be, be on the lookout for some of these gubernatorial candidates who might lose in a runoff or whatever Gilman. oh Gilman's in the building be on the lookout for them to make their launch towards the White House Stacey, Stacey Adams and Gilman Abrams. Stacey Abrams yeah. Sa- sorry Abrams uh, Abrams Abrams, Abrams um, Gilman um, what's his name um, Beto mm-hmm. um Mm-hmm. We got some, some Muslim women in Congress now. A lot yeah, of black women. Native American women. Mm-hmm. There's an overwhelming yeah. amount of women elected to Congress. Over 100, of, 100 women were elected to the House. And also, the Democrats picked up at least like 30 seats and could have more after all the yeah. calculations are done. And here's openly, where, gay couple, openly gay people that were yes, elected, uh, elected uh-huh. as well. Um, here's where our action becomes important because we need to support what they do by participating in interim votes over the next two years um, because they're going to be they're going to be trying to make moves and hopefully we can get a push to get an impeachment together because it is the right of the house to impeach the president of the united states we gotta get him out of there yeah and so that that is the power of play and again that is what the republicans did to bill clinton all right Black CNN, you know, we can give it to you like that. Um, our what the fuck story of the day. Um, a dude Melanie grew up with has, um, well, I guess he was a dude when they dated. Now he's, now he's a transgender woman. 
Did you turn him that way? You probably did this. No. Well, uh, keep going. Wow. Cause, you know what's funny is because I do know a transgender uh, woman who was a guy I like went to high school with. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked briefly. So it's funny that you say that. <laughs> so, you, so you have done this to somebody before? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. You look like this type. <laughs> I'm about to beat you. Don't make what? me cough no. on you. Oh, Lord. Jesus. This is chemical warfare. Poison (laughs) ivy. Oh, my uh, God. Shit. Um, what the hell are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> the trans. trans. Oh. Oh, but he does, she does have children, biological children. But she had them with a... So, this... Okay, this trans person um, has decided to save their sperm. So to start it as a man and switch to a woman. Yes. Yeah. Um, has What's decided up, to save their sperm. <laughs> Gelman. What's that? So that after they... Oh, no, no. How can we crawl under the camera this time? Well, y'all said don't do this. <laughs> 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 She had been pegging him the whole time. I don't know. Just, I can't I, get into that. But yeah, what makes you think of that? Like, <laughs> like because it, it's a man that became a woman, the woman that became a man. So yeah, but the whole he was fucking her when they was a couple, and then they flipped that, it. That's where I went with it. I, I know that's where you went. With it. The question <laughs> oh, is why? Because I'm thinking. <laughs> It actually, make, it actually makes sense. It actually what he said, I was like, uh yeah, well, yeah, because, yeah, because yeah, they, they both became the, the, the opposite. Like he could have been like they still in love, he could have been like, I'm gonna become a that's woman. That's some soulmate shit right there. Right, right? But soulmate motherfucker. You know what? Soulmates. God damn. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Soulmates I am, like shit. I am starting to see the beauty in it. Like that's love. Oh shit! Mm. I wouldn't do it, but that, that's that's wow. love. Like nigga, I love you no matter what I am, no matter what you are. God damn, that's that's what you call, ladies whoa. and gentlemen, the pippin. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just hit me. Once we get some graphics, talk about me. Yeah, but man, okay, all right. Interesting. I'll just show you pictures. Sure. <laughs> I'm not none of them pegging, just regular wow. pictures. Wow. Jamie, you're like, no, he don't want to feel the pictures. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Kelvin. Thank you, Kelvin. I was like, sure. I was like, like pause. Yo, pause. This is tape for everyone. Pause. Oh, shit. Um, next oh, word, please. Man. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Backing off of a transgender, I guess yeah. we're going with trans age. 
I guess a um, 69-year-old man in the Netherlands has decided... Your face. Put, put a story up. Put a story That's what he is. That's what he is. For real. That's what he is. I'm just saying, it's, 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 it's keep coming, dude. I think, coming. I think that's what he... I think, I think that yeah. was intentional. And I, 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 it's an article. Yeah, I have to read this article to y'all. <laughs> yeah, this this is crazy. He's a dirty fucking old A 69-year-old man. man in the Netherlands wants to prove it's legally possible to be as old as you feel. Email... Radelban has filed a lawsuit against the Dutch government requesting that his date of birth be switched from March 11th, 1949 to March 11th, 1969. That's retarded. He's a media personality and a motivational guru specializing in self-awareness and he compares himself to turn back, he compares his attempt to turn back the clock to identifying his transgender. That's too far. Right. Look how he justifies it. This, this, This is a quote. We live in a time where you can change your name and your gender. Why can't I decide my own age? Because when you came into this world, it's like fact, finite. There's no, there's no subjectivity in it. Well, that then at someone all. would argue the same thing about trans. Yeah, you, 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 you was born with a dick, you got a dick, you a nigga. Yeah. But, but well, it gets, it gets deeper. Um, when I'm 69, I'm limited. If I'm 49, then I can buy a new house, drive a different car, he said. I can take up more work. When I'm on Tinder, and it says I'm 69, oh, I don't get an answer. <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm 49, with the face I have, I will be in a luxurious position. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I feel much younger than my age. I am a young god. Wow. I can have all the girls I want, but not after I tell them that I'm 69. <laughs> I feel young, I am in great shape, and I want this to be legally recognized because I feel abused aggrieved uh-huh. and discriminated against because of my age. This article was on Yahoo. That is kind of deep, though. Yahoo, Yahoo News. I, so. I can't rock with it, but it makes a strong argument right, in right. light of everything that's going on in society today. I, it makes a bunch of sense for a I bunch think of I'm trans. I'm trans financial. It does. Think All about, the arguments <laughs> you made are facts. But, think of, but, no. but do you hear what I said? What I'm trans financial. Wow. I'm really rich, and they should pay me millions of dollars a year. Because Who, Who's they? Um, them Oh, okay The people that, that abuse him I'm abused by my financial situation oh. I feel abused, aggrieved I want a Bentley <laughs> I want a nice house I want to be able to fly Shanti back and forth to Dubai Oh, Jesus But I can't do that because I was born middle class But I'm really a million Transfinancial. That just sound like a bank. It does. Let's just start with Transfinancial. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the name of my cash app. Y'all can help me get this surgery to become rich. Transfinancial. Um, get this financial surgery. Get this financial surgery. <laughs> <laughs> get, my, get my credit Put score. Put your wallet under the knife. <laughs> Oh, I, I like that pitch. I like man. that. <laughs> I was like, I was let's like okay, I was let's like, go. okay, let's uh, let's talk about making that happen for the next <laughs> few minutes because that's how. I'm trying to steal our ideas. So, um, all intellectual property and rights reserved. Yep, yep. <laughs> <Immediately>, Boom. <laughs> under three companies, three LLC sitting here. Yep, sure. It's, it's locked up. Uh, Already. Is it, is it break time? What we got going Great on? Great time. Right on time, basically. All right. Well, good job. 
Good job. Yeah. Now I think I should take this charger back before the camera. You should off. because you know how you, your phone is. Lord. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Do not disrespect my eight plus. I'm about to get to ten, whatever the hell the new thing yeah, is. Yeah, we gotta talk about that too. The XR and the XS and the XS Max. Yeah, I'm about to get one of them motherfuckers because I I'm up eligible for upgrade, and I think mm. my bill would actually go down. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Did I mess up the camera? I think, I think it's still fine. We're going to take a quick break. You know how we do. We'll be back in a second or two. Um, just going to refresh our drink. One more time for the homie, Tay. Don't be dumb. Rest in peace, my nigga. Thick, <laughs> I am. I was walking up the steps like, whoa, get that out of my face. <laughs> show, show, show the audience. <laughs> Boo. No, I don't want to Iggy his ear. We got reenacted. I don't want to Iggy his ear, you. Well, I, we still have to reintroduce ourselves. Oh, good point, good point. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is New. Yeah, I'm Jive. 
Um, I'm new the mayor, the righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I catch it. If you got it, I match it. If you send it your seven, I'm right back at it. Shell neck back, test it. Automatic. That shit is really crap medic. Crap spoons. Bad edit. Crack edit. Okay. Crack edit? No, yeah, pussy crack. Uh, my fork though. It's gonna be weird. Backside. It's still good. All right. Use your finger. Right. Use your finger. I did my finger. Did... All right. Um, you can put your finger so much in. That's not the problem. Um. Anyway. Hello, everyone. My name is So Mellow, also known as Melanie Dion. I have four The Queen of Creeps. The Breaker of Men, also known as the Conscious Creep. I'm sorry. I sound so terrible. I'm fighting a cold. For the people listening on Spotify and iTunes, I just lean away. <clears throat> so what's up, y'all? JB Frank, Gangster <clears throat> Meek, representing Nerds with Attitude, NWA. Happy Sunday, everybody. Let's get it. Yeah, so Iggy Azalea, hmm. uh, as we mentioned earlier, we're going to skip to this. Uh, we'll skip around. We'll get back to it. But this is hmm. a, g- a good subject. Mm-hmm. Um, I just started following Iggy because people kept posting pictures of him. So I started following on IG maybe like a week or two ago. And I started being like, damn, like Iggy is bad. Like Iggy done got thicker. She's always been pretty. Like Iggy, like, like bad, bad, like gorgeous bad. Um, and she's doing these. You know, Instagram model pictures, I guess you call them. And her shit popping. And then she announced um, one day that she wasn't on a label anymore. And, you know, basically she's starting over. And Bang Brothers porn production company commented, you know, sign with us, basically, and do porn. And then the comments on the page like, hell yeah, I watched that shit. I, I was, yeah, I, I took the shit. I want to do that. And then she came back. And I thought, and this was like, huh, that's funny. She's not a Bang Brothers. <laughs> Look, and I moved on with my, my day, never thought nothing about it really, until her response. And she was like, What's wrong with y'all? Like, you know, just come on my page, offer me to be in pornos, and then all y'all fans is like, Yeah, I wanna fuck you, and yeah, I wanna see it. And like, y'all didn't say anything, huh? Like, just, it, it, you don't have to respect me or nothing, huh? You just can just say whatever the fuck you want. <clears throat> like, that's, this is harassment now. Y'all motherfuckers is at me, telling me I need to do it. You want to see my pussy? You're like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? And when I saw that, I was like, damn. What was the epiphany music? Or thought bubble. Thought bubble. Um, <laughs> that is fucked up. That is some disrespectful shit. That, that is. And cause initially, I just kind of laughed. Oh, you know, whatever. And went on my day. Now I'm like, shit. And when we talked about that, Mel said, it's hard being a woman. And I was like, well, goddamn. She just on there posting pictures and enjoying her day and getting offered to be in porn and then getting offered dick by thousands of strangers just because somebody offered her to be in a porn. Yeah. Um, well, now, did you want to comment? Oh, I mean, that's... Well, I, we had that conversation. I was just saying that and, you know, success for women being attached to men and all this other stuff. But in any case, yeah, I mean, it just sucks that, like, that's just the world that we live in, man. Like, we're always objectified. Our whole life kind of circles around men and our accessibility to sex. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, JB. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just don't know. Inter- interesting. Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on Iggy now because honestly, like, this is this is offensive for me. And so, first of all, number one, I think she did exactly what you're supposed to do, which is respond with righteous indignation to that type of bullshit whenever it happens. Like, whenever you allow people to objectify you like that, <coughs> then you make it a part of their reality. And part of your existence has got to be, you know, changing that if you are in one of those situations. When I'm black, <clears throat> you're not going to talk about black people that way around me because you need to understand that we need to be respected. It's just that simple. You know what I'm saying? So I respect her for stepping up that way. Furthermore, like we gotta calm down with this bullshit. Like, uh, whatever dudes who, like, whatever people who did this shit, like, this is just dumb. You don't do this shit to people. Um, it's just that simple for me. Yeah. Um, shout out to Iggy for responding the way she did. Exactly. Um, exactly. Get a grind and shine award. Mm-hmm. I th- I'll throw you a trophy one day. Um, Okay. The Donald Trump Shut Up Stupid Award, huh? Raping <coughs> prostitution was a norm throughout history. Heavy to further you. Oh, I think he, I think he responded to earlier. <coughs> earlier. Um, um, the Donald Trump Shut Up Stupid Award uh, goes to the entire state of Tennessee, goddammit. Uh, uh, well, in, in one town, one province, I know for sure. They've outlawed hoodies. Like you can't wear a hoodie in the mall. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And um, a, a kid was kids were wearing hoodies walking in the mall, and they were supposed to be given a citation or told to leave. And it kind of was, you know, becoming a big thing. And they had him outside, and the guy was kind of sticking up for his rights. So the police officer arrested him. Somebody else, some onlookers were videotaping and commenting, of course. Because um, whenever you see police and a black man, you know, his life is on the line, so you got to get your phones out. Because even though, um, even sometimes when we have footage, nothing happens, but we still need to have that footage. Um, <laughs> and one of the guys taping almost was arrested. Uh-huh. He was arrested. Well, he was arrested. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, can't wear hoodies. Um, when that, this story came up, I mentioned I have a coworker who's clearly Republican, older white woman voted for Trump. Um, and I was telling her, she was like, well, if you know you don't want any kind of trouble, you know, don't go around looking suspicious. And I was like, well, what is suspicious? You no, know, having a hood. Having a hood is suspicious. Why is having a hood suspicious? Why is, yeah, why is having a hood suspicious? And we was going back and forth about um, being profiled, you know, without a hood, being killed, just for, you know, driving a mile black. And she was like, yeah, well, I understand that, but this is different. If you don't want to be in those situations, you can't wear a hood. Like, what and does I'm the like, hood mean? Yeah, I'm like, the hood means what to you or what to the police? A hood to me and a hood to you are two different things. Right. I, I, and see, I completely... <laughs> I, yeah, let me get to my punchline. Then she comes in two days later with the shawl with the hood. And I'm like, exactly you have on a hood. Oh, but, oh, but you white? Oh. I should have. I should have. <clears> that's, that's exactly what I was about to say. Like, Okay, so there are there are four people sitting in this room right now, and three of us are wearing hoodies. 
At least for black people, where hoods, you can see our faces. Well, and okay, so here's the other thing. Like, boom. Clansmen. I I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Jamie and Gilman didn't get it. I see what you did. I I heard it. You you got it? No, I was looking down. Oh, she was saying, at least when we wear, when black people wear hoods, you can see our faces. A la the clan, when they put on their hoods. Mm. That was slick. That was slick. That was slick. Uh, Jimmy. Um, anyway, like everybody, everybody wears jackets with hoods and shit. It be raining and shit in Georgia. Like I wear hoodies because they are functional. I have a ton, a, a shit ton of hoodies. I love hoodies. Yeah. I have everybody. a Stacey Abrams hoodie. Yeah, yeah. I went to a fucking soccer game today, and I was the only <laughs> black man there. No, I was one of two black men there. Two hundred people there. One of, you know, one of two. It was me and my kids, and um, and it was hella hoodies out there. <laughs> it, 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 you know, I wasn't the only motherfucker wearing a hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we need to shut the fuck about uh, up about this dumb shit because it's really just. It's absolutely ridiculously stupid. Like it is, it is beyond dumb. You know, a hoodie means absolutely nothing. Nothing. True. Um, and fuck them. And as we get back into the show, let me make sure I'm sharing it again to the groups. Um, and what is our next topic of the day? Um, well, we could still be doing shut up, stupid, because we're. Trump and his abhorrent behavior towards uh, black women journalists. Yo, what's yeah? Y'all better get forty five, man. He 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 playing, he playing, and I, I'm not having it. Like he been going at Michelle Obama for a while, and then he started specifically targeting, like he, he targeted three journalists mm-hmm. over the yes. few days. Um, April he called a uh, black woman racist <laughs> because she asked him about his him going on a campaign trail already for whatever calling reason. Calling himself a nationalist. Calling himself a nationalist. Yes. And empowering and that, that the... That with white nationalism. Right. He had the audacity to call her racist. Yeah, and we see what they're doing. We see it's the violence. racist question. 306 what? mass shootings in 311 days. And... um. Uh, 1,200 people injured, over 300 people killed behind, the bulk of that is behind white nationalism. So when you call yourself a nationalist, you're emboldening these people even more than your original campaign did. The the Nazi party was called the nationalist, blah, 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 socialist uh, movement. Like, nationalist means some, 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 some sort of... Uh, what do you call it? Violent shit. Like you, you willing to do anything if you call yourself a nationalist? Yeah. And um, so he, he he's been disrespecting these black women. Called one of them nasty. He just nasty. And that's I saw you on TV before. You're stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, stupid he, questions. Yeah, stupid questions. questions. You're a loser. Yeah, you're a loser. Yeah, just like dumb shit, man. He's just an asshole. He got mad at Michelle Obama because basically she said, you know him. Basically, doing uh, that birther shit. Yeah, the birther shit I'll put her family in danger. I'll never you know, forgive you for that. His right, and I don't blame her. His language totally incites these people. Like, look how they act because they feel so emboldened by his rhetoric. Like, mm-hmm. and it really did put her family in, at risk. Like, what if the, one of these people felt like, okay, now I'm going to uh, attack the children. I'm going to go attack Sasha and Malia. I know where they go to school. 
You know, like yeah. shit like that. Well, I had to tell somebody uh, the other day at work how many times they they shot at the White House while the Obamas were in the White House while they were in office. Like the shit, it happened a lot. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. my parents used to tell me about that shit. Yeah, we we about to talk about that now, bro. He said Snoop smoked a J in front of the White House. And fuck with the go-go bands. I saw that. I saw he's with Backyard. I saw him with the Howard H.U. sweatshirt on. Uh, driving around playing Chuck Brown in the Uber. Um, that definitely was coming up. Um, so shout out to uh, Snoop. Uh, for Snoop lit a J in front of the White House and said, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. And of course, he's in D.C. party with the go-go bands. And um, shout out to Uncle Snoop. You know what I'm saying? I had the pleasure of meeting Snoop. And Bishop Don Juan was Gilman was there. We was at MTV. What a fucking decade ago? More than that. One shit, yeah. Way more than that. Fifteen years ago, back back in our rapper days, rapper CEO days. But I thought I was Jay Z, and he thought he was Dame Dash. He used to kill it, but it's actually our Grind and Shine Award. Grind and Shine. Oh yeah, Snoop won the award. Hold up, I did for rapping, or Snoop won it for smoking. I should win an award at some point. Snoop won the award. I see a lifetime achievement award. Snoop won the award. Make a note. (laughs) (laughs) What? 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 Oh, God. Take a note. (laughs) Um, So, Snoop did win the Grind and Sound Award for that. Um, Shout out to Big Snoop Dog. Snoop Lion. Um, Okay. Um, And we already did that. So, now we're here. Okay. And this was in Georgia, right? Oh, we're early. Uh-huh. So uh, there was a white police officer who shot herself intentionally when she had on a vest so that she could uh, frame a black man. And not just a, a specific, any black man. She said he was 6'1", 250 pounds, and they were just going to go find him and arrest him. Um, some of the details of the story didn't didn't pan out. A lot of inconsistencies, and they started noticing that she was involved in several crooked things over the last, you know, how long she was on the force. And it's like, what was she trying to do? You shoot yourself, which means you're crazy. I don't give you got a vest on or not. Crazy, and then you do it to frame a black man so that what can happen? Uh-huh. At bare minimum, he gets arrested, right? But you expect him to die at that point because right. that's what's been happening. That's what I'm getting at. And so she's willing to shoot herself with the vest on, mind you, to possibly have one black man killed. This is the, a, that's a lot, man. At the end of the day, this crazy chick was sentenced to, what, 15 years in prison oh. for what she tried mm-hmm. to do because when you try and frame somebody for murder, that that's a major felony. And that's pretty much what she tried to do. Um, and it, it, it doesn't have to be, I don't know what they're chuckling about. Show, show topics. Keep going, JB. Yeah. You're supposed to distract the audience while we trying to figure oh, shit out. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Well, by the way, um, th- this chick was crazy. Um, and, um, you know, basically everybody caught her on it. Thank God for that. But at the same time, she actually thought that she could get away with it because of what's going on right now. It's been kind of a central theme for our show today. But she, like, this is the kind of crazy shit that pops off when you put a absolutely crazy motherfucker in the White Like, crazy motherfucker in the White House. This is a Emmett Till shit. Like, yeah. this is the shit that... I hate to make everything so seem so black and white, 
But like, but this is the shit that white people, white women have been doing for like decades and centuries. Mm-hmm. Blaming that shit on black men. Mm-hmm. And then we somehow end up dead or strung up in a tree or drowned in a river. Or... It literally yeah. turns into a witch hunt. That's yeah. literally what it like, like. Oh my God, a black man! A black man, black man, black man, black man. It's hard being a black man. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, like, not all white people are bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely feel like in order for us, in in order for there to be change made in prog and progress made in this country, we need our white allies. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, but like. We can't pretend like there are bad, there aren't bad white people out there. I feel like I'm talking about cops. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, not all cops are bad, but the few that are out there, they make the rest of y'all look really, really, really bad. Yeah, and y'all should, they should be familiar with that thinking because that's what they try to say about us. Mm-hmm. Except we kind of got proof of y'all, <laughs> this fucking y'all are doing. And um, I don't know what to do, man. It, it, it's thing, getting crazy. When, when, and this is not to make it any better, but like black people do shit to other black people, but white people do shit to other races. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then like, oh, did y'all catch the shit Bernie Sanders said? I want to say yes. About, it was almost how, like some... about how how like there are white people who didn't feel didn't necessarily feel comfortable voting for a black person, but that doesn't necessarily make them racist. No, that's the exact definition yeah, of racism. They, they, like, you're yeah, not voting for someone solely based on the fact that they are a person of color. They are not your race. Like, that is racism. Uh, yeah. I don't um, know how you can justify that. Yeah, I'm I, I with you on that. That's what I say, y'all. Uh, y'all white daddy Bernie. Niggas love some goddamn Bernie. Uh, and that had, that had a lot of people fucked up. Like, yo, really, Bernie? Like... Definitely had me like, oh. Mm. That's not his first time saying a whole that's bunch a of racist. That's a major gaffe. He he said no. That's not his first time saying racist shit though. Like, um, Bernie ain't who. The motherfucker was, uh, voted for the Clinton bill, the crime bill. That everybody hate the Clintons for. Bernie voted for that shit. So I mean, I, I'm not really here to disparage Bernie, like for real. But I, I I never bought into him. I thought he was better than Hillary and better than Trump. But that that was it. He was better than those two, but he was never the shit to me. He was just better. You know, yeah. you do the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. To me, he was always the lesser of the three evils. But you know, I, motherfuckers love Bernie. Like motherfuckers love Bernie. Yeah. But, you know, I, you know. There is no perfect politician. Um, no, there, yeah, yeah, there is. There's not. There isn't. I, I've never seen one. Yeah. Um, shit. Very, very few of them exist. Um, I mean, no, they don't exist. exist. Uh, You're right. You're right. It's it's fucked up out here, but um, we're getting close to something really bad, though. Like the violence is starting to creep up. I'm sorry, it's it's scaring me a lot. You know what I'm saying? Our country is more divided now than it has been in a long time, Um, and I do think it has it has a, a lot to do with the Obama effect. Yeah. Because um, there are a lot of white people who are still angry about that, like you were saying, JB. They are, I mean, what scared me over the last couple of weeks is I've heard the words civil war and I've heard the words like race lines and dividing lines used a lot. And not just in like whatever popcorn media or whatever, but like on CNN, MSNBC. Like these were the lines that they were talking about during the election. You know, 
You know what's crazy, JB? That you say that because what I've noticed with these elections, a lot of them were close. Like, like, like it, we're almost starting to look divided half and half. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, not just racial lines, but like country lines. I would say white nationalists and everybody else. Yes. Like, I think that's starting to be the divide. Well, that and is the divide. That's freaky because white nationalists, if they're half the fucking population. They're not, though. Um, half the voting population, I guess. And. Which is what they have always been. Literally <laughs> what they have always been. This you got a thought? Yeah. I'm yeah. just thinking, like, the Republicans, like, the way the country is dividing is that the Democrats are turning into this party that appeals to, like, all the minorities, um, uh, the LGBTQ community. It's like a this rainbow of people um, versus the Republicans is becoming, like, a shrinking party of white people. That's it. I mean, there's not really a whole lot more. There are like a few here and there of, you know, black people and other minorities that are Republicans, but it's not nearly the same numbers that you see on the Democrat side. Um, so what I'm hoping is, and then, you know, with, you know, with each new election, there's a new voting electorate that comes in, you know, new bunch of people that are eligible to vote and millennials are starting to turn out more because we're getting older and we're getting more informed, and then Generation Z is becoming more involved in the um, election process, particularly like this Parkland generation. Um, they're more motivated by like gun control. So I think what we'll start to see in 2020 is like a real change, because uh, we we saw we saw the beginnings of it with this election, um, but the country is not going the same way that the Republicans are. Like the what the majority of the country wants, I mean, and it shows in a lot of these elections. Like Trump didn't win the popular vote. It's charging up. Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. And so we know that like a majority of Americans feel like the way that the I don't want to say the Democratic Party is, but like this, the it's just a more welcoming party, welcoming in quotes. And that that's a whole nother rabbit hole. I'll go down another day, but um. Mail and her rabbit holes. Go ahead. <laughs> but like, um, you just fucked me up. Um, but no, like the the country is changing, and it's making older white people feel very uncomfortable, and the. Actually, millennials actually outnumber baby boomers, and baby boomers are dying off. And um, so we'll see. The country is changing. The country is changing, and people are not comfortable with it, but a lot of the people who are uncomfortable with it are older and dying. Yeah, the old ideas die with old people. I've been saying that shit for my whole life, ever since um, I think Karis once said it in the 80s. But um, I, will, I, I do think this is, I think it can get worse if Trump wins again. We can't let him win again. Right, but I think that after that, it'll change for the better. Because the millennials, these people that grew up with hip-hop, no, generation Gen Xers uh -huh. are more empowered. We're all of age to, to run for president now. Um, and the millennials, um, if they don't fuck it up, because they, these millennials, these new woke motherfuckers, start doing shit like, I'm just going to be a Republican because I'm tired of voting for Democrats. They start well, they doing do shit dumb like that. shit and say, tell you not to vote, dumbasses. 
Yeah, so they, if, the, if the millennials don't ruin this shit, um, the Gen Xers, will, we will write the ship. Because the, the next president will probably be a Gen Xer or someone just out of Gen X. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just a little bit older than us. Mm-hmm. And then in, over the next six to ten years, the president will be a Gen Xer. And I think that's when the progressive change will happen. Mm-hmm. But we got to get to that point. And I think that it's going to get a little worse. Um, I just hope it doesn't get too bad where it can't be fixed. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll get a little worse, and then the Gen Xers will take over. And hopefully the millennials will carry the torch. I think a lot of them realize that fucking Jill Stein bullshit. Doesn't work. Well, who do y'all think are the leading uh, leading Democrats for running for president right now? I have no or do you idea. Think it's too early to call. I think that it is too early now, but it shouldn't be. They need, they need to have a goddamn candidate or well, two or three now. They haven't. I'm glad it's you still said early, that. Still early, so mm-hmm. they typically don't have one right now. Well, and they what they uh, what they have is and what they created with this election again, going back to strategic voting, y'all is they have a pool. They have a pool of folk that can make solid numbers and can make solid national numbers. You know, mm-hmm. like Barack Obama did with his senatorial election. Yes, he won that election, and yes, we're talking about people who lost, but at the same time, he broke onto the national scene, uh-huh. which is what these gubernatorial candidates did. Uh-huh. So look for a strong power play Ooh, to. Texas. Beto, mm-hmm. I think Beto would be a good Beto. candidate, but mm-hmm. I also think Stacey Abrams would be a good candidate. Stacey, Stacey Abrams uh, fires against too many. Yeah, she, I don't think she, she, she's not there yet. Well, I in my opinion. there there's there's a lot to vote against with Stacey Abrams. There's a lot Abrams. to vote against with Beto too. There's, I mean, yeah. there's a lot, there's always gonna be a lot Corey to vote Booker? against with all of them. He's a good one. What I used to like Corey. He rubs me wrong now. Well, what and what I think is going to happen, real talk, is I think that what's going to happen is what happened when Barack Obama won. Is they're going to let the leading Democrats fight it out for a minute, like hard, heavy, rugged, and they're going to pick the one that comes out on top, and that's going to be our strongest candidate. That's what I think is going to happen. Do you think it should be a white candidate, or do you think it should be a minority? I think it will be. I think it will be a minority, either a woman or or a black person or or a Latino person. You know, I I I, I don't think it's going to be a white man. I don't think it, I don't think it will be a white man either. Yeah, I think we're looking at a minority, a very strong candidate, and I think we're looking at a dogfight in the Democratic Party while the House goes after the president directly like directly this he- this is this is my thing right mm-hmm. now i can't readily identify a good candidate not they not only have they not trotted them out in front of me i don't know who it would be would you have picked barack obama when when the democratic race started no because he was a barely known senator from chicago that had a good speech yeah, I mean, basically what he did was he won a dogfight inside of the Democratic Party. Right, but he put himself on a map with that speech. It was the speech Nobody's on the map. You see you what I'm saying? You don't think that Abrams or... Uh, Abrams ain't even the governor yet. She ain't on no map. You don't have to win, to mm-hmm. run. That's what I'm saying. That's what this whole thing did. It, that, that's, that's essentially what he was saying. It created the buzz around your name 
who's going to get you the most national support. And all three of those people, Andrew Gitlam, Stacey Abrams, and Beto O'Rourke, all have good national recognition. They were able to raise lots of money from outside of their home base. So all three of those people are people who are who have currently at this moment lost. Um, but they are all still candidates that people are looking at. You actually helped me solidify this argument because that night when we were talking about the election, I was pointing out, well, if they win, then this, that, and the third. And you were like, well, if they win, then they're fucked. Because then they can't run for president in 2020. And I was like, but if and they that's lose part of why I think in a really a, close Andrew race. Andrew Gillum conceded so early. And that's why Stacey uh, isn't giving up. Yeah, so okay, okay, okay. okay. I was like, you just laid it all. She's showing that she's going to fight. Andrew Gillum conceded way too early mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have preferred that he not have conceded so early. Uh, you know what? Kickbackers, ah, bad. We haven't been able to um to get to y'all comments. Um, thinking about six more years of Trump is the scariest shit ever. Facts. A republic Republicans fueled, funded by greed, wanting low taxes to keep more money, and not helping those in need. True. Forgetting that this country was built on keeping some disadvantaged, on keeping some disadvantaged, and we had to take care of. Oh, this, is, this is a lengthy message. Had to care of them and others. Kamala, who's Kamala? Kamala Harris. She actually went to Howard. What is she doing at this moment? She's the. Uh, she's in California. She's a senator. Light-skinned lady. Is she? Is she saying that she would be a good candidate? For a lot of people are talking about Kamala Harris. They're actually talking about a, a, a Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren ticket. Mm. I don't okay. Think that'll happen. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you need to go bigger than that. Yeah. In the meantime, get your gun collection up. Facts. Facts. Uh, um, yeah, facts. Um, Appreciate the comments, too, y'all. Um, and if you're watching on YouTube or uh, listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, we do the show live on Facebook so people can comment and we respond to those comments. So if you ever want to watch the show live, go to the Kickback TV live mm-hmm. from Atlanta, mm-hmm. our Facebook page, um, Kickback t- at Kickback TV Show, everywhere else, Instagram, Twitter, Christian Mingle, um, you know, Mahente. Mahente.com, um, MySpace, MySpace, and um, Black Planet, Black Planet, and um, uh, Republicans Black that like Black Dick on that site too. Wow. <laughs> Pornhub. Pornhub. New expression for Pornhub. Have who? You. Huh? What? Who? <laughs> My iCloud popping though. <laughs> My iCloud popping. I hate you. Anybody get my phone would be happy as shit. Oh Jesus, God. no. I mean, no. You, it would be, it's nothing in the phone. Don't take my phone, anybody. Um, what we got? Uh, what's our next topic? Um, we're actually ending, getting towards the end of the show. We're right here. Let's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll do our Netflix and Chill segment. Yeah, I was about to um, say that. Let, let, let's do a little bit of sports first. Mm-hmm. And then we'll end Netflix and Chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mellow. Yeah, Melo apparently, um, breaking news here, um, Carmelo Anthony and the Houston Rockets are said to be parting ways. Um, this will be Carmelo's, if he gets another team, his third team in a year and a half. Um, the Knicks didn't want him, got rid of him. Uh, yeah. And now, I makes me wonder about Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson did not want Carmelo. He kept dogging Carmelo out. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with Phil? Leave Carmelo alone. Now I'm like, shit. 
Maybe he was on or something. He went to the uh, OKC Thunder with uh, Russell Westbrook and Paul George. They underachieved and immediately decided they didn't want to come out of anymore. Then he signed with the Houston Rockets, and we're like 12 games into the season, and they're going to part ways. Uh, I don't know that anybody's going to pick him up, Jimmy. Yeah, um, Carmelo has traditionally not played defense. Um, and you said this off the air. I didn't really think about it this way because I look at it a little differently. Um, he doesn't uh, – I always thought that Car- uh, Melo had a, had quick hands, relatively quick hands, and a real smooth J, which meant that he could get it off anywhere because he it, his, his form was just immaculate. It was slow, but it was nice. The problem is he don't play no D, though. And in today's NBA – if you don't play no D, then you're practically worthless on the court. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you got a has, slow game and you don't, yeah, like, you know what yeah, I'm that's saying? That's what I'm saying. You got a slow game, doesn't play defense, and hasn't accepted the fact that he is not mellow from 2000. You're not a starting player anymore. Yeah, and he's coming off the bench in Houston, which is an issue. And, and I mean, even just as recently as last year, they asked him how would he feel about coming off the bench. And he said, hey, they want me to come off the bench. They talking like, like y'all don't even know, like, they just asked me to come off the bit like, like don't talk about the media asking that question. So he hasn't accepted that his skills have declined a little. Dwayne Wade has accepted it and has graciously come off the bench and still has his spurts where he has good games. He's averaging like 14 points a game, which I think is a lot for who I think Dwayne Wade is today. Right. Um, but Melo um, hasn't accepted that. And I don't know what team he could be effective on. He doesn't want to play out of position. Now, as a four, I think he'd be effective as a stretched four. Was basically, you know, you shoot <laughs> I know James, exactly what you're saying. You know, you what I'm stretch, saying? you stretch, you stretch the, you stretch the lane out. So and that, he'll be playing a bigger player, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a slower player, mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to play the three and, and guard damn Paul Paul George or uh, uh, Jimmy Butler. Uh, yeah, or Green or somebody. Yeah, you know, like, and um, I'm about to say, wait, you just no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Um, and speaking of Jimmy Butler, <laughs> he just got traded to the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. And I've been telling people all year that uh, the Eastern Conference will be better than the Western Conference this year. And they're about like, it's been like, no, it's been, West been better for the last 15 years. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. I didn't know fucking basketball. And so, uh, okay. <laughs> um, I just know basketball. And so, and looking at, um, the uh, the East, with Jimmy Butler going to Philly, and they already got uh, a, a very very good squad there. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, man. He's got to wait, man. Just, yeah. Interrupting my podcast. Um, so, uh, what the fuck was that? Jimmy Butler. So with Jimmy Butler going to the East, I think that's that that uh, solidifies Philly. So mm-hmm. you got Toronto, Philly, Milwaukee has only lost one or two games, um, and Boston, who was the preseason favorite to win the East. So that's a solid top four teams. I think mm-hmm. those top four teams will beat the West's best four teams. But I think Golden State is better than everybody. Yeah, Golden State is in the, the stratosphere. And then I think the next four teams are all in the East. Mm-hmm. And then the fifth team is in the West. Well, and we've seen what can happen in the in the finals. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, it ain't always about the West superiority. You know, because we've seen... Well, now they happen with LeBron, but... Who knows? <laughs> you know, you know. Um, yeah, I, I'm not talking about the finals. I, I still think Golden State will win that shit. You think so? Yeah, but I think that the 
East is better than everybody else. Like I said, it's Golden State on another level. They still they got the best record in the league, they're the best team in the league, and Demarcus Cousins, the best center in the league, hasn't even played for them yet. So they will get the best center in the league on their team in a couple months. And they're already better than everybody by far. Only chemistry Jeez. issues can fuck that up. Unless, but they can cut him. If he come back and fuck up the chemistry, just get rid of him. So you know what I'm saying? You're the best team in the league and you're about to add a top 10 player. I think it's over. And if he fucks it up, get rid of him and then you still shitting on everybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think teams <laughs> two through five are all in the East. That's my. That's why I say the difference is. That'll make it a whole lot more fun to watch. Yeah, the season is gonna be good. The season is good. Like mm-hmm. I, except the Wizards are fucking trash. <sighs> we watched a couple of them games. Yeah, they are. It, it's been a mess. Well, yeah. they beat Miami yesterday, so they are now the fourth worst team in the league. They were the Shit. second worst team <clears throat> in the league. Really. With oh. All-Star John Wall, perennial All-Star John Wall, first-time All-Star Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal, my baby your, daddy. Your baby daddy. Uh, Otto Porter, who has a max contract. Um, we just signed Dwight Howard. I'm like, Why what the so fuck terrible? is I don't know. They're not playing hard. They're playing like they don't give a fuck. Now they're playing hard. Now they're playing it's defense. Dwight Howard. He was injured the whole first fucking two weeks, so it wasn't. They was playing like he shit. He came in and brought a spark. Yeah, he really? actually did. It's John Wall and Bradley Beal. Yeah, you're right. Well, one you're of them right. gotta go. One of them gotta go. Both of them gotta go. This is the first time I'm saying it. I don't give a shit who goes. I have loved that team. Every player on that team, they can both go. They got me watching Atlanta Hawks games. The Atlanta Hawks, who had like a number three pick in the draft this year, are better than the Wizards right now. That's, That's sad. bad. I don't even know if I want to go see the Hawks play. Um, the Wizards they play twice in December, and I was going to both games. I'm like, I don't know. Unless I'm, unless, unless I'm rooting for the Hawks, I might I see go. Some high school basketball. Yeah, man, come on now. I want. I'm so mad I didn't go see the Mystics when they played the uh, the Atlanta Dream last year in the playoffs. Um, I'm pissed about that. Cause I did follow the WNBA. Y'all know I was watching the playoffs because mm-hmm. we made it to the we made it to the championship. Shout out to my boy Elena Belladon, the best female player in the NBA right now. WNBA, in my opinion. And uh, shout out to NBA Live for letting you play with the WNBA teams because I, I play with uh, uh, the Mystics and we can't ask. You know what I'm saying? I do that. But um, uh, really quickly in football, <coughs> my man Dez Bryant, former Cowboy receiver that the Cowboys cut, Baltimore Ravens offered him a deal. He turned it down and nobody else was interested. And he has missed the first seven or Why eight games. Why did he turn down the Ravens deal? Uh, he thought he'd get a better offer. He, he just was like, oh, he oh. think he liked that. Well, no, he turned it down during the off season, before he found out that nobody else wanted him. He <laughs> thought he was hot shit. He thought he was like that. Yeah. So he turned he that deal cowboys. down, and nobody wanted him. Now we at the halfway point of the season, and the New Orleans Saints, who just took down the LA Rams and are generally considered the best team in the NFC, mm-hmm. maybe the best team in the league, mm-hmm. decided we're gonna get theirs just to add some depth to our team. He goes there. The team loves him. He practices for a couple of days. You know, the last play of the final practice this week, he tears his ACL, which means he's done for the season. He's done for at least at least eight months. 
the, the thinking is maybe he'll be ready by next training camp. <coughs> but who would he be with? Would anybody take a chance on Dez with all of his deficiencies and now coming off of ACL injury? He ain't Adrian Peterson. Yeah, yeah. Adrian Peterson got hurt? I'm just saying Adrian Peterson tore his ACL. Oh, but he came, he back, came back better than <laughs> well, he came back better than ever. Right. Yeah, I think doing it right He now. came back and went for 2,000 yards. Um, but, uh, That's what I'm saying. He is not Adrian Peterson. Okay, yeah. got you, got you. Good point, good point. Um, but it, it, terrible news for Dez. I feel you know, hot belief for him. But I do want to say that the Orleans Saints played today and they won. Oh, my God. They uh, and two of the players on the team, when they scored, yeah, I, I posted it. Um, two of the players on the team, when they scored, they threw up the X for Dez Bryant. Now, Dez Bryant has been called a cancer to the locker room, all this shit. He was on that team for four days. People scored touchdowns and was doing his celebration and tribute. That, to me, sounds like a good locker room guy. Yeah. And that's what the Saints said. They wanted some fieriness. They wanted somebody with some passion. And Dez came in and was like, we're going to start kicking niggas' asses. We're going to play like this. And we're going to celebrate. And he got the whole locker room like, man, we're glad you're here. And then he tore his ACL. Yeah, that's tough. But yeah, I, I love the tribute that uh, Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, to Michael Thomas did for him today. They both threw up the X in honor of Dez. And I was just like, as a lifelong Cowboy fan, lifelong Dez fan, I'm just like, that was – it's an ugly situation, but I know that had to make him feel good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dez always did well against the Redskins, so fuck that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's hard to see him go out like that. Um, that would have that would have made I, – I, I think the Rams and the, um, and the Saints. Saints are going to play in the, in the NFC uh, Conference Championship game at this point. That's what I see. It's looking like it. Unless the Cowboys get their shit together. Man, That's not going to happen. Redskins got yeah. a shot. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you'll see what happens. Whenever you play, well, I'll tell you this much. I, I just said the Redskins have a better shot. Look at the record. Stands for itself. Facts. Next. Well, it depends on what the rest of the season is because you guys beat bad teams and you get destroyed by average teams. So I want to see what the rest of your schedule is. I will say this. If you get into a, a good, a good cushiony part of your schedule, I think the division is yours. I, I don't have. A, I don't we have, have the easy argument. We have the easiest schedule in our division. I know that for a fact. And we have. I want to say like the in the top five in terms of the easiest schedules in the. Oh NFC. shit! Well, then I think that answers that. Um, I do think y'all gonna take a step back, but if you have the easy shit, I don't know then. I think well, your your cowboy love is showing. Well, no. If you look at it this way, like we lost to the Titans, sure, sure. we lost to the Titans last sure, week. Sure, sure. The Titans beat the <laughs> shit out of the Patriots today. We didn't lose to a bad team. They beat uh-huh. the shit out the Patriots. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. we're gonna get into some easy games uh-huh. Uh-huh. at some point. We get to play y'all again. Uh-huh. On to Netflix and chill. Let's talk Netflix and chill. The Walking Fucking oh, Dead. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, oh, I, I'll say so this. Excited. I'll say this. Yeah, I stopped yeah. watching it. I didn't watch. I binge this season of day because I was. I ain't even watching the shit. And then bad. when I, it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm like, oh, it's back. Like, oh, we back now. No. Okay, so okay. Oh, is the Walking Dead. I am like here, the so. Walking Dead lover of. Uh, okay, so this season actually started off really. really completely differently like even the opening credits are different um and it kind of reminded me of like a video game of sorts 
um, meets like a martial arts type of feel because they have a totally different uh, director and stuff. Um, so this season has had a different method of storytelling. And I really appreciated the the way this season has been playing out. But this past week's episode was so good. And for those of y'all who don't know, it was Rick Grimes' last episode um, ever on The Walking Dead. Um, and so they teased this a little bit. And it turns out, spoiler alert, Rick Grimes is not dead. He actually is going to be moving on to do three films that are like Walking Dead affiliated. So it's like him leaving, you know where he was and then showing what was going on afterwards but like the 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 way that that episode ended it kind of uh well not kind of it fast forwarded there was a time jump of six years mm-hmm. um and so it shows baby judith now have grown up some so she's like eight years old now mm-hmm. and she's got like a little samurai sword and she's also a shooter and uh, she's just kind of badass. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, we're going to see the Whisperers, who are a new group, a new threat to the people from, you know, Rick's group or the Grimes gang or whatever you want to call them. Was it Alexandria? Uh-huh. Alexandria, Alexandria Hilltop, and all them, the Saviors, all of them together. Yeah. Ron said he could, he could always come back. Yeah. Oh, I think he will. Yeah. I think eventually he will come back. Because um, I just don't see them just leaving that open like that on the right. show without tying that up with the bow. Um, Damn! You know what? I knew this and didn't know this. When you said it, it made something else make sense to me. Because um, I want you to do the, the story because you're good at this. But I want to make a point. The story. Gonna, like, break it all down because you're the expert. Okay. But I want to make a quick point. Okay. So, um, I was... I like the anti-heroes. That I, you know, Wolverine, Spider-Man, you know what I'm saying, Incredible Hulk. I, I like the anti-hero. Um, and to me, to a degree, that was Negan. And when I saw how defeated Negan was when he was in jail, it fucked me all the way up. And I was like, how? Like, it, I was like, what the fuck? It's, that's not Negan. Like, I am Negan. What the fuck, nigga? But there was a six-year time jump. Uh-huh. And so after six, seven years of that treatment, uh, you know, now it makes more sense. Because I was like, how, how did they do this to Negan? But well, if no, it was no, six no. years later. No. No? At that point, that was not six years. That was a like, year and a half. Like, yeah, about two. Because remember, the, the little baby girl wasn't even growing yet. Uh-uh. Oh. Yeah, that was a year young. and a half. The, the time end, jump wasn't until the end of the episode. End of the episode. Yeah. The time jump when the little girl came up to be, she was like yes. eight Picking niggas off. Yes. That's later. That's after Negan oh. break, had the breakdown. Yes. So oh, he shit. Did, he still was fucked up over yeah. about a year and a half, two years. Yeah. Oh, but still, still two, in the, two years in a cell, in the middle of all that shit going on, you ain't got Lucille? Uh, he was ready to die. He, it was, uh, let me tell you. I mean, tell think about what's already happened. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. The world is over, and this thing is in jail. Like, how the fuck does it get that bad? Damn. in jail in the fucking apocalypse. Yeah. Like, no, you, you can't get no lower than that. Jeffrey D. Morgan earned his <laughs> on his performance for his performance this past episode because this motherfucker, him as Negan, that breakdown, him just like pleading for Maggie to kill him, like that was just such a, a great scene emotionally. Like he was broken. He is a broken person. Yeah, that's why old girl was like Yeah, leaving him alive was the that's the worst punishment yeah, you could ever have. To kill you would be would, would be doing be, you a be, favor. Be, yeah, is anybody I can't do that. Digging this new Maggie? I'm just, uh, jury's still out for me. Okay, well, okay. here's the thing. Uh, 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 really quick. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe her whole attitude point. will transition now that she's kind of made peace with Negan. Maybe she'll go back to being... Maggie's leaving. 
Uh-huh. I want to fuck Maggie. Wow. I wasn't attracted and the to her. Conversation just went left. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't really attracted to her in the it beginning, the beginning episodes, but like something about something. Well, uh, go ahead. No, make a good point. Maggie's leaving. That's disappointing. She's leaving. She's, should, I want to say the mid-season finale is her, her last episode. Hey, hey. So you know we're gonna see, but it's gonna be a great episode. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Ross said if it's a six-year jump, when the fuck is Morgan bringing his ass back? I don't know. And then what? Besides Morgan, oh, black dude what about kill Hank? Nobody? Oh, oh the, um, yeah, the black dude, Doctor Dre. He the fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah, I know he was. Yeah. Oh, wait, did Doctor Dre? Where did he go? Where did he go? We haven't seen him. He went back to Compton. We ain't seen this nigga though. But like when he you think about all the time jumps that have just now happened, um, the, this episode should basically bring it to like present day. Because all that time from when Mac, from when Glenn died up until like the end of last season was only about like two or three months. It wasn't really that really? yeah, it wasn't a long period of time at all. Those Damn. two seasons were over a period of like two or three months. And now going into tonight's episode is going to be a six-year jump. Yeah. Uh-huh. After well, the seven year, and a half, year and half year jump that they had at the beginning of the season. Right. Mm. So it's already, yeah. So it's now bringing it like present day. Because we, we were only like two or three years into the zombie apocalypse in the first place. Mm. So, yeah. I thought Rick was going to die because everybody could see he died. He's going That's down. how they made a scene. When, when he was on that jump and he got up, it was just, wow. like, they gonna get on that ring, run, run, he Rick. Out, then the horse left his Carl, ass. Carl, <laughs> Then they had all the flashbacks. I'm trying to figure out how the fuck he get thrown off a horse. In, in the middle of the scene, I'm like, all right, he's boxed in. Then they pan out to the aerial view. Nigga had like two other ways to go and got thrown off on a horse on the damn island. The, the horse scared of walkers. Yeah. But don't, See, oh, it, made it, like, it made it look like he was circling and had nowhere to go, which is why he got thrown off. He could have kept riding No, no, straight. no, no, no. We never saw him get thrown off. Bullshit. He woke up and he was off of the no, horse. No, the we horse didn't see him like, get thrown off. And next thing you know, no. Yes. Oh, you talking about that? That was before. I'm talking about after in this episode. You talking about how he got landed on the pin yeah, in the first place? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm talking about afterwards because now. Oh I'm, yeah, he's in a. Air, like when he got thrown air. off the horse, and he lands in like the campground area. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck did he get thrown off the horse? Then because the the walker. I mean, I'm sorry. The, the horse actually behaved pretty well around right, all, all those walkers. walkers. Yeah. yeah. So like, what scared the shit out of the horse then to make him you know make them throw him off? And now whatever. I'm thinking too deep. <laughs> into this shit because you know I'm a walking dead junkie but I'm happy because my show is back it's been trash for like the last two seasons and now it's finally fucking good again so <sighs> my show got an itch to kill yeah my show gonna fuck some shit up yeah she and Daryl so I'm assuming she raising like Judith yeah, she's yeah. yeah Judith I mean, she but it wasn't Rick's son no way a big daughter no way she called her her, her daughter though yeah Okay. Her, yeah. That, way, that wasn't Rick's daughter anyway no. Who's his boy name? Shane. I'm Shane Dorn. I loved all the flashbacks. Yeah, little rehearsal. Yeah. And they showed Shane. And they showed uh, Sasha. Interestingly and, enough, they didn't show the wife. They didn't show the wife and they didn't show Glenn. Nope. Didn't show Glenn. But I think that they did it on purpose. Because if, if they'd shown those two people, I think that, that marches him that much closer to death. Mm. Because I feel like all those people represented like... I mean, they all represented death. But like there were people he was close to. And they all have like a significant relationship with him. Um, so I think Shane being one of the people he was like closest to um, was probably the, the, the farthest they were willing to go hey. between, between Shane and Herschel. Um, so if they had actually shown him talking to like Lori and Glenn, 
I think that would have like made it seem like he was just gonna really die. But I don't know. where the hell are these helicopters coming from? That yeah. I wanna go too. You, where the fuck are these helicopters coming yeah, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where where are they taking them to? Right. Yeah. Well, we'll find we'll out. We'll find out. And, but we're going to find out find that out. on the movie. In the movie. That, that, that will be part of the show, I don't oh. think. It, they they yeah. had three movies coming out the middle. Wait, 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 wait. There's a what? There's movies. In the theater. Rick Grimes movies. They'll explain where yeah. he goes and what happens when he gets there. Oh. They're not going to show how the fuck the thing started? No. That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Thought bubble. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck the shit started. They're not going to show us that. That's what they gave us Fear the Walking Dead. But they still didn't really give us a reason as to how it actually started. But Fear actually that. shows the very beginning of the outbreaks and stuff oh, like that. Okay. So So the movie takes place with Rick flying off and going to Gotcha. And this will be three of them. I'm excited. Very excited. Why are they going to the Commonwealth? Okay, maybe. But I'm like, if they are going to the Commonwealth, because the Commonwealth are the people who gave them that book that gave them the guide to how they're going to rebuild society. So I'm like, mm-hmm. if he's going to the Commonwealth, why wouldn't he come? Well, he did. He he has to come back to the show, and they would have to make it known at some point in time that they have Wait, Rick the there. Show not over? No. I thought this was the last season. No, no. just Rick Grimes' last season. Oh, yeah. Boy, I'm tired of watching this. Right. That's that's why I stopped watching. Oh, I, I, that's why I had to binge it. No. That's why I had to binge it this, this season. It's not over. It's not oh. over at all. It's, got, it's, it's just getting good again. It's about to get great. It's going to be like 19 seasons by the time the show is off. Yeah. Wow. It is cute. I mean, because it's still, the comics are still going. So, you know, like, there's definitely room. There's people like Mel keeping this shit going. Yeah. This would be yeah. the last season that she wasn't watching all this shit and right. reading all this shit. And didn't have that tattoo. Yeah. Tattoo? Like really, my nigga? <laughs> um, uh, let's see. So, uh, was that the last topic? Yep. Oh, uh, the richest vis. What's it called? Most expensivest. Most expensivest. I know it's something. Oh, the the richest vis. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Like Damn. That's a hell of a word. So the y'all, richest vis. I don't know if y'all have ever seen it, um, but Two Chains has a show called Most Expensivest, and it is absolutely hilarious. It it's is. basically the black. Version of lifestyles of the rich and famous. Yeah. What's Robin Lake? Yeah. Two chains. But this was two chains. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um. Tell them your experience with it. So um, I um, I it came on last night. I, I was flipping through channels and so like I knew what the show was, but I'd never seen it. And so I cut it on a particular episode. Um, and he went to like to get his dog a, a dessert. But they make this dessert out of dog food, and it's like ten thousand dollars or something. So what they do is he'll go and do these things, and they'll get the most expensive version of whatever they, they offer, for and then they give it to him. So he gets and keeps it. So he, he went and he got the most expensive set of dominoes ever with like diamonds for the little holes and shit. And they gave him his own thing with two chains on the back of it. He went to the most expensive cigar bar, which is ten thousand dollar membership, but it's a lifetime membership. And he smoked the most expensive cigar they had with a Marvel the Negro who is slowly becoming the new Ashanti. And her and Ashanti took a picture together the other day. And I was like, man, to be a thong. You know what I'm saying? Just to be a thong in that picture would be also. Anyway, she was on the jump. Wow. And they, they went to the cigar club. Wow. And um we need to get he got a lot of topic. Okay, Mel. Turn his mic off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. What, what episodes have you seen? Um, 
I've seen him. He had like most expensive his food, where he ate like some fifteen hundred dollar wings. One of them was like uh, tossed in gold flakes. One had caviar on it. Uh, one had was had been dusted in truffles. Um, I've seen him. They did a whole show on weed. Uh, what else? He, I mean, the the show is actually really good. Um, they did one about funerals. Yeah, that's what um, I did. Yeah. Uh, they do stuff about like your skin and yeah, one oh one where in he was overseas and and if you, your husband dies, you can buy this box. It'll have a his favorite cologne or his cologne he wore you like the most in the thing, so you can spray it and smell them. Uh-huh. It'll have it has a drawer for a handkerchief in case you cry. It has a drawer for a cigarette and it has a dildo and the dildo is filled with his uh, urn, ashes. ashes, it's like yeah. an urn. So and and has a jack for our it's phone, a widow box. So you can play a widow box. So you can play your favorite music, and then masturbate with this dildo with your husband's ashes in it. That's the, the most disturbing thing I think. <laughs> yes, and that's what two chains. Two chains was like. <laughs> that's weird. That's so I'm not gonna say this is terrible. With but ashes in it. That's just fucking that. That's a lot. That's a wow. lot. And, 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 and I think it, it, like you gotta be a motherfucker that just never moved on. Like you just. Don't really? like, yeah, like, whoa, that, that's that, but it was like ten thousand dollars or something. And how disrespectful would it be to put your husband's ashes on a fucking dildo? Is it though? Kind of, in a way, is it? I mean, if a woman, if, if my wife, yeah, it, so I if Ashanti came to me and was like, I'm putting your ashes, right? Right, yeah, just some of them. All my ashes came from the goddamn dildo, right? Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> If, if it's one of the mill like. Well. <laughs> 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 uh, I knew you were going to say that. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hey, hold she, on meet she, your movement. Uh, this is a joke. Don't don't get me. But she ain't said nothing, though. <laughs> See, and it was an accurate joke. So leave me alone. Leave me alone. Um, She's like, leave me alone. Good points. <laughs> she won a Zion Williamson joke. <laughs> the NBA, the, the college player, the 6'7", 285 pounds for Duke. That's been kicking everybody yeah, ass. About, um, Segway. Y'all talking uh, about uh, 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 um, the white people? I haven't watched the white people. You have. I saw like, one episode. And watch that show. What season is it on? Three? It's on, well, season two. With, you know, season two is it's out. It's okay. on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I saw the very first episode. One of the seasons. It's amazing. It's amazing? It's amazing, bro. I've been oh, watching the entire second season in like a day. Hey, do you watch the white people? I've seen the first season. That's it. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, it was straight. Just straight? It was good. Or... It was I good. Loved it. I need to you rewatch loved it. it. I loved it. You said it was straight. I need straight. to rewatch it. It was good. It, it, was, good. it was good. Loved it. JB, have you seen it? I, I only saw one episode. I mean, they're only thirty minutes, so it's an easy watch. Oh, yeah, okay. That's what I'm saying. They're thirty minute episodes, so you literally can sit there and watch like a whole half a season. Okay, I'll add that to the docket. I tried to watch uh, Black Mirror today, and the first episode was just, I don't know what the fuck was going on. But everybody keeps saying they like the show. And, then I, and I was sleeping all day, so I couldn't, I couldn't really get into any fucking thing. Um, but I guess by Mel eating the salad, yeah, is that, 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 the show was yeah, now yeah, over. I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess I'm I'm hungry, this, is, this is becoming like the most ghetto show ever. Like, no, we, we, okay, it's, we're not going to be more ghetto than Joe Budden. But uh, we getting or mo- or the other one, um, Desus and Melo Mero. Yeah, did, yeah. Do you this. know I don't like them niggas. Yeah, I think they on Vice. Um, speaking of Vice, they are. 
Um, watched, oh yeah, Ron told me to watch a movie called Mother. Um, and it was supposed to be a real deep. I posted a picture of, it looked like the, the man was the universe and the woman was the planet.